You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey guys, this is Rick Hadrava, and you are once again listening to an episode of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. Listen, I'm doing something a little different today. I am actually sitting in my hotel room in Denver, Colorado. Um, I have been at the annual Value Builder Summit, and man, it's been amazing couple days. Um, Actually, just to be honest with you, I'm a little nervous because I have, for whatever reason, been asked to be part of a panel this afternoon, So, so I'm a little nervous. But the reality is, it was a couple years ago that I first got to hear today's guest. Um, he was a keynote speaker at one of the Value Builder Summits, and um, Value Builder is a wonderful program. It, it's full of tools and connections and education. We use some of that in the work we do, and my shameless plug for the day would be if you want to learn more, uh, go to our website at epicsbiz, that's epicsbiz.com. Uh, forward slash services forward slash value builder and you'll find some information some videos and you can even get your own value builder score uh, by clicking on the link that's on there so uh, but but this guest what's interesting our guest today is John Jantz and I was listening to a podcast not long ago on a walk and it was Mike McCallowitz's podcast and knowing John and and his background, I was very intrigued by the content of what they were discussing. And for those of you that don't know John, he's owned a business for almost three decades, observing and documenting the entrepreneurial experience through his own unique story. You may know him as the best-selling author of Duct Tape Marketing. It's a wonderful book. Uh, I highly recommend it if you haven't read it. Uh, The Referral Engine and even more. His books have been translated into 10 languages, and his writings have appeared in Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, and Southwest the Magazine. Uh, I I just reached out to John after listening to the podcast because I went and got a copy of his latest book, and guys, it's something completely different. Uh, I I would not expect this from, from John, but I really, really enjoy it, and so with that, I just want to bring to the show today, John, and have him share his stories in, in the book, and I hope you find it interesting. So, John, welcome to the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, thanks, uh, Rick. Thanks for having me. Um, I didn't realize it was over 50. Um, to, I, I don't qualify. Oh, but I do. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I'm actually going to be 60 in April, believe it or not. So uh, I, I could I could make the over six over uh, 60 show at some point. Uh, come <laughs> that that's version 2.0. Well, hey, thanks again for <laughs> for being on the show. Why don't we start? Why don't we start with this? Tell us a little bit about your start in the entrepreneurial space. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, got out of college and uh, went to work for an advertising agency for about five years. And really, a couple years into that experience, I started to think, well, gosh, anybody can do this. And uh, so I jumped out with no plan, you know, no uh, thought other than I knew I could hustle work. And I knew, you know, I, I knew more than 
some of the people I was <laughs> trying to work with and about marketing at that point. And uh, so I took project work. I took big company, small company, whatever, you know, somebody said they'd pay me. I, I, I could do the job. Um, I got a couple small business clients and I, I knew that I really loved working with them, but they were really my hardest clients to work with, in, in the, at least in the traditional way I'd seen marketing done. Uh, because they had the same problems and challenges, but certainly not the budgets or you know even attention spans, you know for that matter. Uh, so I, I just at some point said I have to create this process where I can walk in and kind of one sales call say, here's what I'm going to do, here's what you're going to do, here are the results we hope to get, and here's what it costs. Uh, you want it or not? And I pretty quickly learned that in trying to solve my greatest frustration, I tapped into what is still today one of the greatest frustrations with small business owners. It's actually, as a small business, really hard to buy marketing services because there's so few people selling it, first off, in a comprehensive, integrated way that starts with strategy. Uh, I mean, most people are just selling pieces of the puzzle, the idea of the week, you know, one, you know, one piece of marketing. And I just don't think you can do marketing that way. So this idea is marketing as a system uh, became something that, that really took off. I started writing about it. Uh, it turned into a book that you mentioned, my first book, Duct Tape Marketing, and uh, into now a network also of independent marketing consultants around the world that uh, band together to collaborate and, and use the duct tape marketing system to work with uh, really thousands of small business owners. So I heard a question recently that, that was posed to an author, and so I'm going to ask you, John, is through that book, um, when you, you put your principles on paper… Yeah. What did you learn? What did you learn as a result of putting that out there? So, do you mean my first book or the the most recent book, The Self Reliant Entrepreneur? Well, we'll get we'll get to that one. But yeah, yeah. this this okay. is a this is a classic marketing book, and it's been yeah, around yeah, yeah. for yeah. a long time. You've been very successful, and I'm just uh, I'm curious to learn, like if if you had to go back and do it again, you know, what did you learn from that 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 would maybe change a little bit? Well, I don't know that I would change much. Um, I, I feel like I was pretty blessed in the way that that happened. I mean, I started writing about it. I kind of started blogging right when blogging took off. And, um, you know, I really had a couple of publishers come to me and say, hey, you know, we want to publish your book called Duct Tape Marketing. I was like, yeah, I better write that. Huh? But but ultimately, I had been writing it. I mean, that's that's the thing. Um you know, I've heard musicians, you know, talk about, um, you know, their first albums, you know, it took them like 25 years to write those songs. And then they had to turn around and write like, you know, the next album a, a year later. Um, and I feel like Duct Tape Marketing, my first book, I, it was really just me um, putting down and documenting what I had been doing at that point for about 10 years uh, with small business owners. So, in a lot of ways, I, I feel like it was uh, magical might not be the right word, but it, it sort of felt that way that it was I, I was very fortunate um, in the in the way in which it happened, the way in which it took off. I, I, people had to actually uh, like the book and it had to you know they feel like they got value out of it. But in terms of the process of getting there, um, I really do feel like I, I, I just you know was able to write down. Here's what I've been doing. Seemed to work for me. You know, might work for you. Give it a try. And it worked wonderful. And led to some other books that you've written that were around marketing. So, so yeah. now, so now the million dollar question is: You have this book out called "The Self Reliant Entrepreneur" and 366 daily meditations to feed your soul and grow your business. 
Tell me where that came from. You know, John, here you're a marketing guy. So, so I'm interested to know where this was created for you. So it, it is seemingly very different. Um, however, um, I'll get to the I'll get to kind of the part where I tell you where I don't think it is that different for me. Um, but there's no question on the surface, my first, this is my sixth book. My first five books were squarely about some way, how to do marketing. And this book is really more of a mindset book, kind of why to do what it is that we do. But over the course of a couple of decades of working with entrepreneurs, the, the, the smallest really of businesses in many cases, one of the things that you know became clear to me is that in a lot of cases, you couldn't separate the business and the brand, you know, from the owner, from the person, from who they were being. Um, and because that's just the, that's just the reality of, of a lot of small businesses. And so a lot of the work that I would do with small businesses under the kind of umbrella of marketing was helping them tell their story, helping them, you know, figure out what they wanted out of life, you know, how this business could actually serve uh, their life rather than suck the life out of them. So, you know, that element is something that, you know, that I've done. I mean, vision and, and mission and some of those kinds of things, you know, became a big part of, of marketing for, for small businesses. But I've also been on my own kind of personal development uh, path for the last 20 years, uh, because I, you know, I think entrepreneurship is really, um, you know, let's face it, it's one of the greatest personal development programs ever created. If it doesn't eat you alive, you know, <laughs> you, you grow and usually come out, you know, better for it. So that's been, you know, something that, that, you know, I realized, you know, 10 years or so into my journey was that, hey, if, if I don't work on myself, you know, if I don't, you know, if I don't figure out how to, you know, continue to grow, you know, I'm not going to have much to offer people in five years and 10 years from now. And I'm, and I'm certainly not going to enjoy the ride. So, uh, so this, you know, this book in some ways, fits very squarely into a practice. I mean, it's kind of the classic, I wrote the book I wanted, uh, to, you know, to read, um, you know, scenario where it's, uh, it's broken up into, you know, 366 daily meditations. So, you know, you have about two minutes <laughs> per day uh, to, to read something and they are, um, uh, they are anchored in some of what I think is the best entrepreneurial writing ever from the mid 19th century. So I, I kind of started there and curated that content. And then um, I kind of contextualize that, I guess, with my own experience. And then I leave you every day with a challenge question. So uh, a lot of people have told me that uh, that it kind of fits into their uh, morning routine. A lot of entrepreneurs kind of have, have developed a, a, a way to you know, to meditate or exercise or journal or, you know, do something that, that, that really kind of puts them on the path for, for the day. Um, and so this book fits, you know, very squarely into kind of that realm. So it's clearly different in that it's a mindset book. Um, I've written a lot of how to, I think there's so much how to out there, but there's not maybe enough why to that is, uh, that's, that's clearly focused on entrepreneurs. And uh, so that's the space I was trying to fill. You know what? I, I've heard you say mindset a couple times now, and I really like that. And I think I think that's exactly what this hits because it's not motivation. It's not designed to be motivation. It actually makes you reflect and, and challenge. And, and, and mindset's very important as an entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. what, and, and this, you, you talked about what I, what I like about the way you've set this book up is in just a couple minutes, it's not a half hour every morning. It's just, it's just a short, great read on some, some old literature. Um, and then your, your notes. And like you said, you kind of your question of the day, why, 
Why was it that you chose to use the authors that you did in the book, John? Well, first off, I'm a, I'm a fan of the writing from that era. And if you think about a lot of the books that came out, we we're talking about the you know 1850s, so the mid-19th century. You think about a lot of the books that came out there that we were all asked to read, um, you know, Walden and Scarlet Letter and Little Women and Moby Dick. I mean, those are still classics today for a reason. And I think part of it's because of what was going on in America at that time. You, you think about the 1850s, we were on the cusp of the Civil War. Women were marching in the streets to get the right to vote. We were trying to abolish the legal act of, of slavery. It was kind of the first countercultural period uh, in America. And a lot of the literature, I think, really reflected that. So you had people like Emerson and Thoreau that were you know, overtly writing, hey, maybe we shouldn't listen to our forefathers or our teachers or our preachers or even our parents. I mean, maybe we should start thinking for ourselves and follow our heart. In fact, that's maybe what we must do. So that message, obviously, is, in my view, anyway, is a, you know, a clear, um, you know, foundational message, I think, for entrepreneurs. Um, but even the, the fiction of the time, you know, some of the books I mentioned, like Scarlet Letter and Moby Dick, um, the, the, it was the first time you saw a protagonist in American literature that also said, hey, you know, this may cost me everything, but I'm going to follow my heart. So I just think that that, that entire band of literature um, and, and many of the folks in that uh, period were referred to as transcendentalist uh, uh, or a transcendentalist movement. It was really just a way to label kind of the, the revolutionary thought that you, know, that you should think for yourself and follow your own heart. Um, but I just, uh, I, I just when I dug into it, I mean, it was to me, it just was throughout that. I think it's still some of the best message uh, for, for entrepreneurs today. And, and you, you, know, you look at Pinterest boards and Instagram and whatnot, you know, you'll see Emerson and Thoreau and people like that quoted, you know, quite often by entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I think uh, is on my Facebook page, actually. Uh, and so I love that. You know, the other thing with this book, if somebody's listening, um, it's 366 days, but it doesn't really matter when you pick it up because it it's, it, it, it's not necessarily day one builds on day two. And, and I like that yeah. you've, I like that you've done that. What, yeah, there, what, there are themes that recur. I mean, I gave each each month has kind of a you know a um, a theme to kind of organize it. But you're absolutely right. I mean, it 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 uh, you know you, I have people that tell me they just like to pick it up and randomly pick a page. <laughs> so yeah. there's really uh, you know no way to to have to follow it. And in fact, maybe uh, maybe Rick ought to read a page. You know, um, I, I, I really think that'd be great. People, <laughs> if we really want to give people a sense. Um, I'm just going to read today's. Is that? that, that I, was ho- I was hoping that would February happen. 7th. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know when people are listening to this, but we're recording this February seventh, so I'm going to read February seventh. So every day there's a title, then the the reading from the literature, my hundred hundred fifty words, and then your challenge question. So um, wait a minute, is today the seventh? Yes, today's the seventh. All right, suddenly grateful. There was a time when all these things would have passed by me like the fitting figures of a theater sufficient for the amusement of an hour. But now I have lost the power of looking merely on the surface. Everything seems to me to come from the infinite, to be filled with the infinite, to be tending toward the infinite. Do I see crowds of people hastening to extinguish a fire? I see not merely uncouth garbs and fantastic flickering lights of lurid hue like a trampling troops of gnomes. But straight away, my mind is filled with thoughts about mutual helpfulness, human sympathy, the common bond of fellowship, and the mysteriously deep foundations of which society rests 
or rather on which it now reels and totters. This was written uh, by a woman named Lydia Marie Maria Child um, in 1843. Um, and I did, you know, one little side note, uh, I did find uh, that there was a lot of um, um, uh, literature from uh, women authors that, that in many cases didn't really get a lot of uh, publicity during the time, uh, given what was going on. And uh, so it was kind of fun to unearth some of that. In my words, all of society indeed rests on a mysteriously deep foundation, but few debate the level at which our thoughts dictate how we choose to see the world. Do we fill our minds with grateful images of the common bond of fellowship available in each moment, or do we fret about the meeting tomorrow with that pain in the neck client? See See everything today through the lens of gratitude, and you might be surprised how even the mundane, the arduous, get more delightful. It may feel absurd to proclaim, I am so thankful I get to tell my client I'm not going to meet the deadline for the project. But let's face it, you have a client, you have a project, you're probably going to sleep in a warm bed tonight and choose what you get to eat for your next meal. Today, notice any time you begin to tense up about something you have to do and see if you can turn it around into something wonderful you get to do. Your challenge question, what are you suddenly grateful for today? I, I can't think of a more timely piece for you to share. Uh, so I, I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Let, let's switch gears a little bit because here I have you, I have John Jans on the podcast with us. You've worked with entrepreneurs for a very long time. If, if you were giving advice to somebody maybe beginning their entrepreneurial journey, um, what advice would you share with them today? My, the, the one that I share with a lot of people that because I do actually work with a lot of a lot of the folks that join our consultant network are people that are jumping out of corporate or something and want to want to start a business. So I do get to work with with folks that, you know, they might be 50, 60 years old, but they are starting, you know, maybe their first uh, venture. And the advice that I give them a lot of times because they, they get advice from people say, find a niche, you know, go deep in that, you know, get, you know, get your name known for that. And I think ultimately that can be good advice. But I think for a lot of people starting a business, the advice I give them is, is go out and experience a lot of things. You have no idea what aspect of this work you're going to enjoy, who you're going to enjoy working with, what kind of problems you're going to enjoy solving. So go out and, and take any client. Go, go out and uh, you know, experience things when you're just getting started. Uh, see if you, you know, I work mostly in marketing. Do you like strategy? Do you like writing content? Do you, you know, you're, a lot of times you're, you're going to discover that uh, by doing it. You're going to find what, maybe what you're good at uh, by doing it. Um, and so instead of kind of forcing yourself down a path, let that path find you. That's very sage advice, um, and, and I appreciate you sharing. So for you, John, as an entrepreneur, you know, one of the big themes in the work we do is freedom as an entrepreneur, right? Because yes. we know that that's a very um, big goal for a lot of entrepreneurs, but it's very hard to have sometimes. It, a lot of work goes into it. It doesn't happen overnight, and it's not easy. For you, how do you define freedom as an entrepreneur? Well, I, I think the biggest start is is choice. I mean, I get to choose, you know, what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, who I want to do it with. 
Um, I think that's the ultimate goal. To me, it's not, oh, I've got so much in the bank so I can just slough off to, you know, today. To me, it's if I'm excited about working 80 hours a week and I get to choose to do that, then fine. That's freedom you know, for me because I chose it. It's when I think we feel that we have to do something, when we have to take this client that we know is going to you know, be uh, very, very difficult is when we don't feel very free. Boy, that that is absolutely right. When you get to make the decisions, um, it just, I don't know, you have a little more energy, right? Then you feel yeah, that obligation. Yeah. So, well, great. Well, listen, we're coming to the end of the show um, today. This has been really good. Uh, grateful to have your time today. Um, any last advice that you would share with our audience and then more more on how people can maybe reach out to you if they want to sure. learn more. Yeah. So I've been spending a lot of time this month um, with, I have a Facebook group for the book uh, just called Daily Self-Reliance, if people want to look it up. Um, and uh, we've been spending this month talking about mindfulness. And I think that's kind of one of the keys to unlock a lot of the other practices of self-reliance. That uh, if we can spend more time um, worrying about the things we can control, which is how we show up and how we respond, that's ultimately the only things we can control um, and stop worrying about the past, stop worrying about the future, what might happen. Um, I, I think we can actually experience a little more joy and happiness in, you know, this thing that we get to do. Uh, as far as finding me, um, I, you can find out more about the book itself um, at, just at uh, selfreliententrepreneur.com. And I found that nobody can spell that um, on the first try, but, you know, Google will help you find it. Uh, and then if you want to find out a little more about the work I've done for the last uh, couple of decades, it's just ducttapemarketing.com. And that's D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E marketing.com. All right. Well, John, thank you so much. Guys, if this um, has been helpful, I think, I hope it is. It's It's been great for me today to be able to spend time with John. Go get a copy of the book. It's The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur. You can get it on Amazon or just about anywhere you, you find uh, books. If you want show notes, um, you can get them at our website at epicsbiz.com forward slash podcast. And, you know, if you, if you have any feedback, any questions that you want to ask, feel free to email us at rick at epicsbiz.com. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure to check out the show. Uh, give us a good rating if you like the show and, and be sure to subscribe. Until next time, you've been listening to the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. And remember, we're just getting started. The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com formula. And remember, we're only getting started.